0: It happens here. And it finishes here. Two men enter. One man leave.
1: Nearly a two-word review just a like, shit sandwich. I won't the record of it, I don't smell That right there is a water power. 37th, god damn it, What 37th episode of wow. Chunky Glasses, the Holy podcast, we are racing towards 50, uh, this is our second yeah. one of 2014, uh, so welcome back to the basement, Andre yes. is here again, yes, how are you? Uh, everybody else is still on vacation or something, yeah, but ho- you know, it's okay, it's We're, the
2: holiday you know, time of the year, yeah, it's
1: just, you know, hanging <laughs> out, um, this week you saw, there's a couple like two high-profile releases, actually. One of them we will be talking about, which is the Sharon Jones and Dapkings uh, release. The other one Definitely. was uh, Bruce Springsteen's new one, High Hopes. That's right. Uh, we're not really going to get into it. Because
2: <laughs> the boss. It,
1: yeah, I mean, so look, you know, you either like the boss or you don't. Yeah. And if you do like the boss, it's sort of going to be blasphemy for you to say this isn't a good yeah. album. Uh, well, it's like the last one. Yeah. Was it Wrecking Ball? <laughs> yeah, well, that... Yeah. That, <laughs> That was at least uh, a try. To, to Just summing up real quick. This is a stuff. It's basically an outtakes album. re yeah. recording that like, goes to Tom Jode. Uh, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine fame sure. is on this. Uh, I mean, It's like old tracks. Yeah, that they played live, but they never
2: put on mm, albums. right? And, yeah.
1: and he basically wanted to update his sound. Yeah. Uh, if you remember in the 80s, uh, or it may have been the early 90s, uh, Human Touch, Lucky Town. Like oh, okay, too. yeah. Yeah, just like that, that doesn't work. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, fuck it, it's the boss. Boss, yeah, got a new release. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. But before we get into Sharon news, we am going to talk a little bit about uh, festival season, which is not upon us. <laughs> which is on no. sale now. No, it, is, yeah. it is on sale now. Um, so, over, I just
2: got an email yesterday. Yeah, from Newport, from Newport Folk Festival, oh, yeah, that yeah, the uh, early bird release tickets are about to go on sale. So
1: here's the thing,
2: <laughs> and that they sold out in a matter of minutes last year.
1: There, festivals have been around, like, what? Uh, Newport's in its 50th year. Like, yeah. Lollapalooza. I mean, there, there have been festivals since sure. the uh, discounting Newport since the, I guess, early 90s. That's when you it know, kind of made a big t- resurgence. Traveling horde festival that yeah. was going around. But um, nothing really scaled until, I think it was about 2001, 2002, when Bonnaroo hit.
2: Yeah. That was the re- um, major resurgence. Yeah.
1: And that started off as jam bands because those were the major touring things since mm-hmm. then. I think touring has sure. uh, become more of a necessary thing. You see a lot of well, bands yeah, out yeah. a lot more. Uh, but more importantly, you see a lot of bands playing festivals. And so when these just come doing, around... Yeah,
2: just doing the festival circuit, you mean? Yeah. yeah. And
1: so whereas I remember uh, some kids packing up the RV to head to Bonnaroo and it yeah. was sort of this amazing like, journey uh that they were going to embark on yeah. felt special um what we're looking at now in 2014 yeah. is uh people are putting their festivals on sale and they're selling out before announcing a single band
2: yeah and so, there's a lot more festivals too
1: and there's a lot more festivals and they yeah. are um they are sort of they're all the same
2: well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I look mean, at look at. Didn't Outcast just uh, announce that they're playing forty shows this summer? But yeah, they're, they're, they're all festivals.
1: They're playing forty festivals, and you see on Twitter, like, oh my god, Outcast <laughs> is playing Firefly. It's like, well, they're playing. They're playing forty festivals. They're playing every festival right. in the
2: U.S. You know that exists right. <laughs> and um, outside of the U.S. too. Of, yeah. it, I
1: mean, it's sort of. I mean, I don't know how, how you feel about it, Andre. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think uh, it it take, it takes something that used to be special and then sort of. Commodifies it to a point where we're not talking about uh, necessarily like music anymore mm-hmm. as uh, individual artistry. We're talking about yeah. music as a giant event. Yeah, which I think has some merits. And and for the for the time being, I, I, I'm sort of holding out for Newport. I'm putting them over sure, here. Sure, sure. Uh, but if you look at Coachella. It's two weekends of the same of the bands. Same bands, yeah. It quite literally is every band that's going to be on tour this year. Yeah, that you've that heard you, of. Yeah. That you've heard of. Not, <laughs> sure, not sure. Obviously not every. Yeah, day. it's every band that's going to be on tour. Um, the Firefly has expanded to four days because okay. why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's going to be <laughs> Governor's Ball, which is going to probably reflect uh, Firefly mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, it's it's I, I'm just wondering, like, where it's going to stop, yeah, yeah. because at this point, uh, I, I I think we both love a good uh, just fucking tear down rager show festival outdoors. Oh, I mean, sure. it's a great experience, but at this scale and these prices, yeah, like, you know, two hundred fifty dollars yeah. a ticket. I guess you're getting your money's worth.
2: Yeah, um, I think, you know, for people that just like to be like, I go to like one show a year. And yeah. so I'll just go to this festival and see every band that I like or, you know, that I've even heard of play just all at once. I guess there's the appeal of that. Yeah. You know? And we are um, coming
1: at it from uh, sort of uh, inside.
2: Sure, sure. Like,
1: look, I mean, we see many shows, yeah. many, many shows a year.
2: I think the thing that I think about, you know, that I'm seeing more of a dilution of is that the sort of the distinctive qualities of a of a particular festival. Yeah. They're all kind of the same now, mm-hmm. or they're all in a, in the general ballpark. Unless there's, I mean, I think there's like an electronic music festival or something. Which is
1: which is the biggest, the Electric Daisy Carnival, which yeah. is the biggest uh, festival in the world.
2: But there's just electronic music artists, right? There. It's just EDM, yeah, or like yeah. Moog Fest or something where yeah, it's which all. Is a smaller. It's now, a smaller and, one, and that's and yeah.
1: that type of thing going on. Yeah. Seems fantastic. I've been wanting to go to that for a couple yeah, years.
2: Craftwork is playing at it this year. What, what were the dates? <laughs> I think it's like March 27th or something. Oh, yes. Through the 29th. I could be wrong. Oh, Don't quote me on that. But check it out. Yeah, they just announced it. Let's go. Yeah, Craftwork um, just announced they'll be we'll playing to get there. Into that. But yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the point is, 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 um, yeah, it's just like... But like,
2: if you look at Coachella, I mean, you look at Bonnaroo, and mm-hmm. it used to be a jam band festival. And that was the draw of it, is that people who wanted to just hear that type of music they went to bonnaroo and now you look at it and it's you know just a mishmash of everything yeah i'm not saying it's better or worse it's
1: not it's not bad but no but i mean
2: it's just interesting (laughs) to watch it now as we go forward uh, yeah
1: crap what was the what was the announcement uh, it was coachella you can't see that many bands in three weekends that's true too yeah you can't do it yeah and process it yeah Yeah. you can't you know I, i don't know if you're on the uh <laughs> I was the say the scale yeah. of like I saw this band. Oh, you know? yeah, no. Yeah, I saw it for five minutes. No, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But if part of I think going to see live music is you're seeing a artist's performance, and that is not summed up in five minutes. No, no, no. Like yeah, unless I mean I don't know maybe some, I don't know who could like you could really get everything you want out of it, but for the most part you you need to experience the whole thing
2: yeah immerse yourself in. yeah it.
1: so you know if you have in one weekend 100 and no, 200 bands I think, yeah and each set is an hour that's true and you're gonna be there for maybe eight hours of a day
2: yeah as it starts to become that many how many yeah and everybody's playing their festival set list that's yeah. i think that's the other thing is i don't know i've some bands are really good in a festival setting, and then other bands just don't have the kind mm-hmm. of time and opportunity to kind of do what they do, yeah. especially ones that bands that you've seen in their own yeah. setting, so. um, where they come and say, "Well, we have to do the festival show almost," yeah, which is uh, which isn't maybe quite representative, but that's that's the landscape now. It's yeah. interesting to watch how it's changed, though. I it mean, is it even is. Newport Folk Fest. It was a folk. It's a folk festival, but when you go there now. And not not to knock them, but you go there, it's and you look at the bands that play there. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they're not all folk bands, you know. No, I mean and, and they're and folky, maybe your... on the folkier so, end of the spectrum. So, so you know? the Newport <laughs> the
1: reason I, I put that over mm-hmm. sort of in the corner is because the Newport Folk Festival, uh, by nature, can't get bigger.
2: Oh sure. sure. So there
1: is a, a, a confusing thing. Uh, it is still for my money the best. Yeah. Um, because Fort Adams is gorgeous oh for sure it is just a it, it, it is an experience and if you're i guess if you're selling that experience yeah of just being there and I'm, I'm sort of okay with it but it unless they're changing the rhode island state law where they can fit more people in there sure like they can't
2: get bigger oh no no it's a limit like ten thousand people right, right? It, yeah.
1: if if it, it, Last year was a little slice of, like, mm. Coachella. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Yeah. But Firefly did that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Governor's Ball. There's, there was so much crossover that it was just sort of like, why? Uh, yeah. it, I don't think it can go back to a completely folk festival because... I don't...
2: Yeah. yeah I, I don't think there's enough of a draw for that no, anymore. No, you no. Know? But
1: at the same time, maybe, like, it could be the one... Um, along with smaller ones like uh, uh, Moog Festival, yeah. The uh, what's the one in uh, Floyd County? Floyd Fest.
2: Oh, Floyd Fest. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah the, so, some of the smaller festivals uh, that maybe curate a little better and don't like fall prey to this like "Holy shit, we can make all the money." Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I know You got to make the money, but sure. You know, at the same time, uh, people who I think really deeply love music aren't going to come back if yeah. You're peddling the same old thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and that's the draw of Newport Folk Festival, though, mm-hmm. is that it is this smaller experience where you Absolutely. can spend time with all you know a good percentage of the bands if you want to. Yeah, the way that it's set up, yep. even yep. so, and that's why it sells out in the course of five minutes nowadays. <laughs>
1: yeah, it'll be sold out tomorrow. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, <laughs> this is crazy. All right, well. which is
2: interesting because I remember the first time I went, which was only probably six years ago. Mm-hmm. And we bought tickets at the gate yeah. on the day of yep. <laughs> yep. We didn't even have tickets before we got there and it wasn't even sold out. It's just interesting to watch how that whole landscape has changed and you know what it's becoming. Yeah. You know, and so. So we'll be, well, and, maybe we should just yeah. have a festival. Yeah, we might as well, in your basement. <laughs> 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 Roadkill yeah. Ghost Choir over yeah. in the
1: corner. We'll get in the scene down here. Yeah. We'll get. Get everybody, you know. Okay. But,
2: but when you talk about the role of the live show in, in the kind of the landscape of a artist in terms of what they need to do to survive in that world nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably why we're seeing this changing dynamic of festivals as well. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe. It's interesting to watch.
1: Hopefully, honestly, and I I mean this, if if you're listening to this podcast and have any commentary, like, please weigh in, like, in the comment section, um, because it is something uh, we'll be talking about this year, amongst other things. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, you know, pay attention to that. If that's your jam and you're just like, fuck all y'all, then, eh. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Have fun at your festival. Exactly. (laughs) Start our own festival, Dad. All right, moving on. single off of Sharon Jones' uh, latest album, uh, Give the People What They Want, Uh, Sharon Jones, and uh, we were in a discussion of this on uh, Facebook today with uh, Marcus about Retro Soul, I hate that term. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Neo Soul, is that the other? Neo, retro, uh, retro, whatever, Uh, there's nothing neo or retro (laughs) about Sharon Jones uh, at age 57. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is turning out not just authentic music, but I, I think energized and, uh, music that sort of makes you stand up and be like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, and she has from the beginning. Um, we saw her a couple of years ago and saw her give a little speech at, uh, at Jazz Fest with, uh, Gabe Roth from that Tone. Oh, nice. Records. And she was, you know, the sweetest, mm-hmm. you know over-50 lady you could be in exactly. sweatpants and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes later, she was on, <laughs> stage, on stage in one of the tents it and <laughs> like, was like just liquid sex on fire. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was the most amazing transformation. Yeah. Um, this is, I believe, her fourth album with the adaptones. Let okay. I me mean, confirm that. Uh, fifth, if, fifth you, if you include the live album, okay. or Soul Time. Um, the story behind this is this was actually supposed to come out in last year in August. She was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, and obviously you can't yeah. tour if you're getting chemotherapy. No, no. Uh, but uh, happy to report that she is at least in remission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it worked. Uh, she just finished up her last chemo treatment in like a new year's day oh I wow think. oh so very recently yeah. yeah well that's good news yep and yeah. and once that was done uh she ramped up uh go Back on the road because well, this is uh, she's been quoted many times as saying that music is her love, yeah. And this, uh, if you've seen her, you know that, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Have you, have you seen her perform?
2: I have not seen her perform, so I'm, I'm hoping <clears throat> to catch her uh, if when she goes on tour for this, you should, she was yeah. playing
1: two, two nights at the Lincoln Theater, I think it's oh, okay. Now, but, okay, uh, thing her earlier albums, um, they do <laughs> there's a weird thing we were talking about like in the little break here is that. The production on this album is one thing mm-hmm. that like completely stands out. Uh it's oh, definitely. Yeah, it on the earlier albums I mean, it's really hard to figure out just what it is, but it it sounds like going through not the motions but uh it sounds like you expect it to. Yeah, yeah. This this sounds very uh alive throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Uh it's an album that is uh, more or less about Bad relationships and mm-hmm. and you don't uh, wrong Miss Jones, yeah, ever, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and she will tell you about it. Yeah, um, I think
2: that's the first. That song was just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um,
1: it is, and, and but instead of coming off sounding hackneyed, uh, yeah. it, it sounds very authentic. Yeah, and very. Um, I mean, look, you know, these guys in the Daptones are amazing musicians. Oh, She's definitely. an amazing musician. Uh, And like I was saying, there's nothing like retro about this. Yeah. If you take that music is a sort of a – or music history is a cumulative thing, um, I think people get distracted when something isn't as popular. Mm, Okay. And – You know, yeah, so this stuff has not been as popular since the heyday when it was created.
2: Yeah, when this was like the new type of music. And that's what you
1: have to remember is that this stuff was actually created. It came up through Uh like these sounds that we consider our history. Sure. People made these. Yeah. And that doesn't mean people should stop making them or it invalidates it. You're not not, not keeping – I mean – if you compare it to this to like half the shit that like we get in emails, oh, I mean, we'll just take like the <laughs> just take look at look at the synth pop ja- genre. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, when people are, are so obsessed uh, with not sounding like say Thompson Twins, they're obsessed with Thompson Twins. Yeah, but they're like, well, I can't sound like Thompson Twins because that uh, it's just That's like just it's got to be something, ed- something new to new, it. It's like yeah. you know what, there doesn't. Yeah. Because you know who like made all the money with all the hit singles Thompson Twins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And. I, and I I say it a lot about songwriting. It comes down to like good songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, but it is that it is being a good musician instead of somebody just trying to be something else. Yeah. And I think that really shines through on this record. Uh, that um, in a weird way, when I was listening to it, I felt uh, like a little bit when I was listening to the Nico Case record. Okay. Where it had been all these like great records before, but this is really the one where she like opens up.
2: Okay, opens up and gets a little more personal. I don't. Well, you think? I don't don't, don't know about herself. I mean, what did you think? Like, I I felt a little bit of that, which was similar to the Nico case, where it was like, you know, you can sing about like just like relationships in general, mm -hmm. or experiences that people go through in general, or you can kind of sing more about stuff that's actually happening you know to you yeah yeah That you're going that you're experiencing right now and that that the song is a, is a byproduct of that yeah and i think and so <laughs> sometimes you can you know you can tell the difference you know
1: i think and i think with this i i don't know if these were very personal sure. songs about yeah. that i mean she sure has a history to draw from oh sure she's 57 years old yeah so she's gone through a lot so yeah. you know there is that um I think, whereas Nico Cases was a well-documented, mm-hmm. like, her record about her dealing with depression and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this does a, a weird trick that it... You don't know if it's her, if it's autobiographical or anything. Yeah. But it feels Yeah. Like, just... There was soul in the other records. And this, uh, the soul, just, like, it's tangible. Yeah. Like, or yeah. more tangible. Yeah.
2: Because her performance...
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's the performance or That's what, or I, what I, it is. I don't know
2: either, you know, and and, what, and I'm going to bring him up now, but we were talking about Charles Bradley yeah. as well. Sometimes it's just the quality of the performance, you know, just drips this, you know, yeah, that drips this energy. It's,
1: it's something people have.
2: That some people have and some people just don't have. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. No, no. And you can't uh, you can't really bottle that up or you can't, you know, I don't even know if you can really learn that you just have it i don't know yeah it's like one one of these things that's like intangible about music that some people just have that or they don't you know yeah and And you can practice it and learn it and it it, but sometimes it's just kind of like a sterile version of that and you do hear that a fair amount i think that's why somebody like sharon jones or charles bradley stand out where Mm. you do hear kind of sterilized you know versions of this type of music you know? yeah. and that but I would it, call
1: retro soul. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody, somebody yeah. who doesn't have a soulful bone in their body, trying to make, trying to, make but they, soul music. But
2: they know the sort of steps and the yeah, motions yeah, yeah. that you can go through yeah. to kind of make that type of music. And um, but there's a difference between that. Yeah, you know, you can you know record your entire album, and this was like you know has become a big thing now, where you talk about the production. You know, we can record our whole album on analog equipment and all this old stuff from the 60s, and it's going to sound, you know, like it was recorded then. And that's going to, that's what's going to sell us. You know, we're just going to kind of go through the motions rather than on this. uh, And I think they maybe did a little of that on the old albums of Sharon Jones, you know, just to kind of give it that sort of tone. Well, that's definitely,
1: that's definitely, uh, Roth's. Uh, Mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: this one, I don't know. And I, I noticed it on this one when I, like you said, on this where there was, I could distinctly the way all the instruments were separated, mm-hmm. especially when I listened on headphones, and I could hear the dis- distinct separation of all the instruments mm-hmm. and all the singers and everything. And it was really, but the clarity of them was there, not in you know, almost <laughs> like in a digital sense, like where, yeah, as opposed to this it... like analog where you have this general hum over everything, mm-hmm. so everything kind of gets you know moves to more
1: of the mono it's the it's the vinyl effect you're like oh it sounds warmer it's like no it actually just sounds a little like and and don't don't get me wrong i love vinyl but exactly i love the process of it and Mm -hmm. everything but uh it is not unless you're spending you know twenty thousand dollars on your leg. it's not superior yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah well and that's the thing with the sound of this it's 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 not just, I think, confidence in the band. I mean, and there's an easy, and I'm sure there are people who will try to, like, equate this confidence uh, with her fight with cancer. And you, but you have to remember this was made before that. Before
2: she even knew she had all um, yeah. and I Went through the whole thing, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's, it's almost like, because uh, Roth produces all these, and the mm-hmm. Daptones. Okay. Of, I mean, they're a very tight production unit. Sure. Um, it's almost like they had the confidence to just be like, you know what? Yeah, we don't we don't need this crutch of like it sounds like a record from the '50s. Exactly. It it sounds like that song sounds like Martha and the Vandellas. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Not because <laughs> there's like any like yeah. you know vintage, vintage. Hum, yeah, on yeah it, exactly. Or on it. it sounds like Martha and the Vandellas, yeah. and that and that you know those girl groups and stuff. And mm-hmm. she's always done a little like James Brown more solo stuff. And I think oh, that sure. that element bringing into it uh makes it like pop a little yeah
2: um there's definitely a diana ross and the supremes kind of yeah yeah you'll do it yeah really. i mean you know, it, in terms it, of the songwriting and the in the style of the song I,
1: mean, I mean it definitely crosses a few decades with oh, sure. um but sure. uh it sounds like it's i feel like she's sort of at the top of her game yeah I mean. um <laughs>
2: I'm super excited to go see all this. Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: um, so now, while most of the songs on this album are uh, literally about relationships coming around, I mean, the, you know. the, the titles uh, we get along, uh, you'll be lonely now. Yep. I see making <laughs> up and breaking up in parentheses and making up and breaking up. <laughs> I mean, that, first of all, that's classic, like running. <laughs> yeah,
2: the yeah, the <clears throat> parenthesized. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Long time, wrong time. <laughs> Uh, there is. Uh, she does steal, and she has toured with Bradley before. In fact, oh, she yeah. took Bradley out on tour. Well, they're both on Depp Yeah, yeah. Trip. Um, a little more political song. Yeah. Uh, this people don't get what they deserve, and I want to yeah. hear, hear that, and then uh, we'll sort of compare and contrast that. Cool.
0: worked hard, nobody could hold me. hold me, and cheaters will fail, that's what they all learn, cheaters never prosper, but there is a man who was born with a fortune, a hard day's work he's never done, living on easy street, he lives from the sweat of other men's labor,
1: so that, yeah. <laughs> that uh that chorus is uh straight out of like ominous like black exploitation films exactly uh, and it's amazing yeah. uh, and and it, it is the one sort of political thing and he's talking about the one percenters obviously yeah. uh, very clear on that um, and it's the one point where she steps out on the album and actually makes that statement yeah. and maybe that's what ties it together because after all this it's like you're almost like you're in you're feeling it and then she's yeah. like now that I got you, I'm going to I'm going like, to preach.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um I give a little lesson here.
1: Yeah, I think uh yeah, so it's it's definitely uh, is it it might be your strongest? Yeah. I <laughs> I mean it's
2: it's pretty darn strong. I, it's interesting um because as I was listening to this, I was thinking about you know, there's Kind of in the rest of music, not the rest, actually, I don't know how to really categorize this, but in a lot of music, for example, Janelle Monet, yes. example, a person who, you know, pulls from this type of music, but then also mishmashes it with a lot of other things. Yes. And you're seeing that in general mm-hmm. in terms of music, that there are the, you know, and that's what happens as we evolve. Absolutely. You know? oh, and we it, mix, a, it becomes a mixing pot, and we're mixing it all together, but then. I don't know, and this is just a personal thing, sometimes it's really refreshing to just hear, and that's why I like Charles Bradley as well a lot, yeah. is that it's like sometimes when it gets mishmashed all together, it just uh, it just loses some clarity in a sense, yep. where it just feels a little like there's just too much happening yeah. almost. <laughs> and and, that, and, <laughs> and that it's almost nice to circles hear. circles back around to the, yeah. the, the,
1: the don't-you-dare-fucking-call-this-retro-soul. Yeah, yeah. If you had a time machine and dropped Sharon Jones off, in the late fifties, yeah. or you know, mid sixties with Stax sure, she would thrive. Yeah, oh for sure. There's no yeah. <laughs> like this is not uh that is not because of her sound. Mm-hmm. That is not because of anything else yeah. other than that her and the musicians that have surrounded her are badasses. Are badass quality musicians, yeah. 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 So, I would agree. Um yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's nothing
2: against like, say, music and his music. It's not, It's it's a, it's a totally different. Well, it's it, there are these different types of musicians almost now. I, I well, I'm glad,
1: I'm glad you said something about the uh, just wanting to hear like stuff. Yeah, like an, an old record. And actually, you've been listening to Sam Cook a lot on audio. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes so I just you,
2: want that. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> but and, and and that really gets into like the cumulative effect of this, like at what point, I mean, people stop making it sure because sure. it stopped making them money. Yeah. yeah. A- and that's, I get that this though, it feels like a more return to, uh, people making it because you know what? It's good music. Yeah. yeah. Money be damned. I mean, she's, she's going to make money. So, I mean, I'm sure if Paul were here, he'd like argue this down. Oh, sure. But you know, it is <laughs> a very much money be damned. Like we're going to trust the public to like yeah. judge, our product, based on, what, based it on is. what it is, yeah. And I think people are always going to like this type of music. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I mean, I'm a sucker for that. Oh, that I music, am too. Period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are always going to like it. I think it's always going to have a place. I think you just have to do it as well as she does.
2: If you do it well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you, People were you doing you were, it shitty. Then, it <laughs> yeah. I mean, look
1: at like Michael Kiwanuka. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, definitely. Same thing. I mean, that is straight up the exact thing yeah um there was in our little uh, facebook discussion uh somebody uh sort of questioned they said well you know what i really like is that when an artist doesn't dress the part and i can see that Mm, okay i I, I can see that uh and i am actually sort of down with that the first time but after that i don't care because if you if you don't know like i try especially if i've never seen a band i i try not to like see what they look like yeah, it's always like surprising. Yeah, always. <laughs> you, you go and you, you think you have this yeah, figure, yeah, Esf- especially as a what photographer. They look like. Oh, like, sure. You sure. think you have this figure, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, nope. I got no idea what I'm going <laughs> to do with this. Um, yeah. but uh, you know that initial sort of surprise aside, uh, if they want to dress up, yeah, do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't
2: matter to me. Like
1: if if, yeah. if her dressing up and dress dressing up in suits gets you know ten more people. And I mean they sold yeah. out two nights at the Lincoln. Yeah, because it's good music. And I won't. And yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't <laughs> say they sold out their entire tour, but yeah. they're, they're probably gonna. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Exa- exactly. It's just good music. I mean, that's the thing, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so let's. W- where do you fall on this album? W- w- what are you going to do with it, Andre? What am I
2: going to do with it? I'm going to purchase it and listen to it often at my house. I, I yeah. am <laughs> too. I am
1: too. <laughs> yeah. I think that that yeah. is our that's... final judgment. All right, so that is uh, this week's podcast. Yeah. Um,
2: Do you know when she she's coming to town? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Why
1: are you making me? Get, <laughs> I'm <laughs> making sorry. Me go? Just if uh, someone's a, okay. Lincoln go theater. To the
2: Googles and check. Yeah, checking so the. So it's Googles. Lincoln Theater on U Street. It right?
1: is. It is Lincoln Theater on U Street, now owned by the Nine Thirty Club. Oh, no, who, that's right. Who our intern and assistant editor is now interning for? Nice golf yeah. clap. Yeah, golf clap. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> golf clap or slow clap? We can do both. You do slow clap, I'll do golf clap.
1: Yes. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right. We, got, we got that there. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll get in, be getting a report from her um, mm-hmm. soon. Uh, on the 10th of February, actually, Sharon Jones oh, will be coming up soon. Yeah, so if you're in D.C., uh, that show is happening. The show on the 11th which is probably a Saturday, which is probably why it sold out. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's weird. That's a Tuesday. Okay.
2: Tuesday night is already sold out. Tuesday
1: night sold out. Monday is not sold Monday. out. So get your tickets. Tickets are 40 bucks, but I guarantee you that You'll have a goes, good time. Yeah, you'll have a good time. Yeah. and That goes to a good cause, i.e. right now, Sharon Jones. I, cancer. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, before we get into coming up on the podcast, I want to say there will be a post going up on the site – uh, down in the corner, uh, we are currently open to more interns now. Nice, uh, Madeline coming through was a good experience. I think period I think is open. You didn't scare yeah. her off. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was is it was good. So uh, we'll, you can learn how to play the drums or the can, guitar. You can learn at how to play the drums, time. the guitar. Yeah. Uh, you can <laughs> learn how, or just keep on writing about music, photographing,
2: help it's, us record stuff. Yeah, do videos.
1: A lot of opportunities yeah. here. Uh, we are going to be trying to work on a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some of the people from Paper House yeah. coming up. Uh, so waiting on a few things for that. But uh, that link will be there hopefully by this Friday. Nice. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, get your writing chops up. Yeah. And, and let's or do if that. you know
2: people that are interested yep. in that kind of stuff, pass the word on.
1: Yep. Um, so next few weeks. Uh, next week, you know what we got. I do not. You know what we got. What you... Damien Gerardo. Oh, that next week yeah nice yeah. so that album comes out next nice. week uh, w- uh, early judgment it's, yeah it's, aw- <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> um, uh, week after that uh, yeah. I know for sure hospitality we're gonna nice. be talking about that also New awesome yeah, yeah nice <laughs> uh, I, we have to make sure we get Paul in here so you can hear him yeah. and me fight yeah <laughs> um. Yeah. So, if you have any uh, story ideas, we don't have a Reddit or anything, which we probably should. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear us discuss an issue, or honestly, if you want to come on and discuss an issue, yeah, uh, you can email us at info at chunkyglasses.com dot com and just say what's up. Cool. So yeah, that is our podcast. Uh, and thank you for coming to the basement, yeah. Andre. Always, and we always. We'll see you next week. Catch you later.
0: Time. Oh.